Day 8 of Totus Tuus' Novena to St. Joseph, with quotes from Blessed John Paul II's Apostolic Exhortation, Redemptoris Custos. The same aura of silence that envelops everything else about Joseph also shrouds his work as a carpenter in the house of Nazareth. It is, however, a silence that reveals in a special way the inner portrait of the man. The Gospels speak exclusively of what Joseph did. Still, they allow us to discover in his actions, shrouded in silence as they are, an aura of deep contemplation. Joseph was in daily contact with a mystery hidden from ages past and which dwelt under his roof. This explains, for example, why St. Teresa of Jesus, the great reformer of the Carmelites, promoted the renewal of veneration of St. Joseph in Western Christianity. The total sacrifice whereby Joseph surrendered his whole existence to the demands of the Messiah's coming into his home becomes understandable only in the light of his profound interior life. It was from this interior life that very singular commands and consolations came, bringing him also the logic and strength that belong to simple and clear souls, and giving him the power of making great decisions, such as the decision to put his liberty immediately at the disposition of the divine designs to make over to them also his legitimate human calling, his conjugal happiness, to accept the conditions, the responsibility and the burden of a family, but through an incomparable virginal love, to renounce that natural conjugal love that is the foundation and nourishment of the family. This submission to God, this readiness of will to dedicate oneself to all that serves him is really nothing less than that exercise of devotion which constitutes one expression of the virtue of religion. The communion of life between Joseph and Jesus leads us to consider once again the mystery of the Incarnation. Precisely in reference to the humanity of Jesus as the efficacious instrument of his divinity for the purpose of sanctifying man. By virtue of his divinity, Christ's human actions were salvific for us, causing grace within us, either by merit or by a certain efficacy. Among those actions, the Gospel writers highlight those which have to do with the Paschal Mystery but they also underscore the importance of physical contact with Jesus for healing and the influence Jesus exercised upon John the Baptist when they were both in their mother's wombs. As we have seen, the apostolic witness did not neglect the story of Jesus' birth, his circumcision, his presentation in the temple, his flight into Egypt and his hidden life in Nazareth. It recognized the mystery of grace present in each of these saving acts inasmuch as they all share the same source of love, the divinity of Christ. 
If, through Christ's humanity, this love shone on all mankind, the first beneficiaries were undoubtedly those whom the divine will had most intimately associated with itself. Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Joseph, his presumed father. Why should the fatherly love of Joseph not have had an influence upon the filial love of Jesus? And vice versa, why should the filial love of Jesus not have had an influence upon the fatherly love of Joseph? Thus leading to a further deepening of their unique relationship. Those souls most sensitive to the impulses of divine love have rightly seen in Joseph a brilliant example of the interior life. Furthermore, in Joseph, the apparent tension between the active and the contemplative life finds an ideal harmony that is only possible for those who possess the perfection of charity. Following St. Augustine's well-known distinction between the love of truth Caritas Veritatis and the practical demands of love Necessitas Caritatis We can say that Joseph experienced both the love of the truth that pure contemplative love of the divine truth which radiated from the humanity of Christ and the demands of love that equally pure and selfless love required for his vocation to safeguard and develop the humanity of Jesus, which was inseparably linked to his divinity. Let us pray. Saint Joseph, guardian of Jesus and chaste husband of Mary, you passed your life in loving fulfillment of duty. You supported the Holy Family of Nazareth with the work of your hands. Kindly protect those who trustingly come to you. You know their aspirations, their hardships, their hopes. They look to you because they know you will understand and protect them. You too knew trial, labor, and weariness. But amid the worries of material life, your soul was full of deep peace and sang out in true joy through intimacy with God's Son entrusted to you and with Mary, his tender mother. Assure those you protect that they do not labor alone. Teach them to find Jesus near them and to watch over him faithfully as you have done. Amen.